Hello, 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 hello. What's going on, beautiful people? This is Sydney Smith, the host of this incredible podcast, The Real Queen Sid. And I am very, very excited to be coming to you guys and talking about this topic today. Um, So we're going to be talking about something that I don't think I've ever talked about on any platform. And that's going to be kind of more of a sexual experience. Um, And so I'm really, really excited to talk about this, but I'm also really nervous because... um, it's vulnerable. It's raw. I don't really know what I'm going to say. I don't really know what to, how to put things together that I want to say. Um, but I know that this was on my heart. And so I asked you guys on Instagram, if this would be something you'd be interested in hearing about and, uh, 60 of you voted and all 60 of you said yes. So let's go, go, go. I'm here for it. Um, so as always, please go ahead, screenshot this, share it into your Instagram stories and tag me at it's ITS underscore queen Sid. Uh, please leave a review, leave a comment, leave some love. I appreciate all of it. You guys know I am words of affirmation, love language all the way. So I really, 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 really appreciate all of your loves and support throughout this whole thing. So, um, again, I want to, I want to make sure that you guys understand. I have no notes here. I have no idea what I'm going to say. I have no idea how I'm going to say this. I'm really just going to try and speak from the heart. It's going to be a little messy. It's going to be a little all over the place. It's going to be a little raw, but, um, I'm excited about it because I think that this is going to help a lot of people that maybe are still in the closet or are a little confused or, um, are having thoughts that they don't understand and, or maybe you're in a heterosexual relationship and you might have a similar experience to me. So, um, I'm going to try and keep this as PG as possible. However, we are talking about sex. So just keep that in mind. Um, I wanted to keep this as on brand as possible, but still be really authentic and raw with you guys. And I think my brand is to be really authentic and raw. And even if that means talking about a topic that's not generally covered in my brand. So, let's go, go, go. So, um, I wanted to come to you guys and talk to you guys more about like my sexual experience since, uh, coming out and since experiencing women, um, which has been absolutely incredible. And, um, I want to talk more about the emotional side of it more than anything else. I'm not going to try and get into details about like, I know you all have that pressing question. What is lesbian sex? Ooh. Okay. Like there are YouTube videos that answer that question for you. That is not what this podcast is about. Okay. Okay. So I really want to talk about like before, um, in heterosexual relationships that I was in. So relationships with men, um, in relationships with men, I have been intimate in the past, of course. Um, and so I will tell you, I lost my virginity when I was 15 years old. Um, I do not remember losing my virginity. I I remember who I lost it to, but I don't remember actually losing it. I say this all the time and it's like, it's really, um, it's really scary to me that I remember the first time doing drugs, but I don't remember losing my virginity because it's supposed to be such a special thing. And, um, and a lot of that is a really big blur. So I lost my virginity when I was 15 years old. And then um, I started dating my ex when I was 19. I think I was, yeah, I just, I just turned 20 when my ex and I started dating. So um, in that five-year span, I had, let's just say, multiple sexual encounters. I had, um, you know, multiple sexual partners. I had um a few incidents of sexual abuse uh from both strangers and people that i knew and loved and i was actually in a relationship with one of them and i experienced um really scary things in those five years i'll say 
really scary things and really beautiful things. And, but through all of it, like none of it ever felt comfortable. Um, I never, like, I've always had conversations with friends talking about, like, sexual experiences and stuff, especially friends that I'm really close with, and they were all, like, really into it, and, like, really, you know, oh, yeah, I loved this, or that, or this, and I just always remember feeling, like, very, um, closed off, and very, let's see, inexperienced, and, um, I felt really outcasted, because I never wanted to tell anybody that I didn't, I wasn't good at those things. Like, I wasn't good at... I didn't know what I was doing, and I really had no desire to learn. I had no desire to please my partner. I had no desire to do any of that, and I would... I was what you would call a pillow princess. Um, And if you don't know what a pillow princess is, you should look it up on Urban Dictionary. But basically, um, I was a pillow princess. I would just lay there and let things happen and then go to sleep, and I did not want to reciprocate. I did wasn't good at it. I didn't understand how to do it. I had no recollection of how to do it. And I just, um, I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't want to know what I was doing. I just, um, just kind of like it felt good and that's all I knew. But, um, I never, it never was adventurous. It, I never explored anything. I never, uh, any of that. And so I really felt like something was missing because all my friends were talking about all these magical experiences and all these things they were experimenting with and all these like different positions and all these like fun things that they did. And I just was like, I have no interest in doing any of that. Um, and so I think a lot of it, part of it was my sexual trauma. Um, and part of it was just that I never felt comfortable. Something never felt right. Um, I remember a lot of different experiences with different people that were just uncomfortable and I couldn't wait for them to get over with and I just did not enjoy them um but I've always had a really high sex drive um and so that just like it was like this teeter-tottering of like trying to figure it out of like what is going on here um and different sexual experiences like negative ones like I said I um did have a sexual trauma incident with uh, strangers, which was documented, and um, I ended up having to rescue my friend in the middle of it uh, at a party, and we ended up leaving and calling the cops, and then, you know, had to go to the hospital and do all of that, and then we had to, um, the cops ended up coming to my work one day and telling me, you know, sorry, you were too drunk, you're not a good witness, Um, so we are dropping the case, and I remember after that just losing all faith in, like, humanity um and losing all faith in like everything and just kind of giving up and realizing that like I had no not realizing but like feeling like I had no control over my body um and I had no control over what was going to happen to it and so I just let anything happen and I think right around that time is right when my drug addiction picked up um and I started using really heavily and I started drinking really heavily and I started doing really dangerous things like I tell I joke with my friends all the time because like my coping mechanism is humor, but I joke with my friends all the time that like it's a miracle that I wasn't pregnant, had an STD or dead. Like and like while I joke and laugh and say that, like it's serious. It is a miracle that I'm not pregnant. It is a miracle that I don't have an STD. It's a miracle that I'm not dead because I put myself in extremely dangerous situations. Um I had a boyfriend that every time I would black out would sleep with my unconscious body and it's just Um, and that's what I felt like I deserved at the time. So even after the first time he did it, I didn't leave him. And it's just, I was, 
at the end of that, I was in a really, really dark place in a really, really vulnerable place. And, um, I was really, really broken. And that's when I met my ex and he helped me get clean. And, um, but the, but I was never sexually comfortable again is I think the best way to explain it. I was never 100% fully comfortable with him and that's not his fault at all. It was my past and it was, um, that I hadn't healed my trauma yet and I hadn't, and, and on top of all that, I felt like this piece was missing. Um, and so I, I loved him so much and it was never his fault and it will never be his fault. It was 100% my fault, but I never got comfortable. Um, and so we never had that, uh, connection that a lot of couples need. And so that is where kind of my experience ends with men. And so then when we broke up, um, and I moved to Texas and I started exploring my other sides of sexuality and I absolutely enjoyed it. And before I get into that more, um, I will tell you anybody that is having sexual fantasies about somebody of the same gender or the same sex or whatever, like that's okay. Um, I have always been someone, this is going to get a little personal, but I have always been someone if I was, I'm not a porn person, but if I was ever to watch porn, it was never straight porn. It was always girl on girl. Um, I was, if like I would fantasize about women all the time. Um, Ruby Rose for in particular was like my jam. And I know a lot of straight women fantasize about her, but like that was my jam. And so I remember talking to my best friend, um, at an event one day, I had always kind of like suppressed this side of me. Like I had had like small hookups with like my friends and stuff, but it was, it never got past making out. Okay. And so then I started dating my ex and I thought we were going to get married and I thought I was never going to get to explore this side of things. And then that ended. And so, uh, while I was talking to my best friend one day, I still remember this. We were in this janky ass motel at an event. Um, it was in February. I had blue hair. We were in separate bedrooms. It was a, um, I remember the sign. It's a red sign. And I can't remember what the motel was called at this time, but we had moved rooms because the first room we were in, when we turned on the shower, ants poured out of it. Like I remember this night so clearly. And I remember talking to her and I had remember she was like one of the first people in my circle of friends now that I really was like, so I'm kind of attracted to women. And she was like, what? And we had talked about Ruby Rose and I showed her who Ruby Rose was. And I was really into that like androgynous type. Um, and I think that's because I was kind of just like teetering on the edge of like, do I like women or do I like men? And that like androgynous image is like the perfect mix of both. And so I was like, this seems acceptable. Like, I don't know. It's just like she had feminine qualities and masculine qualities. And it just was like the perfect mix, the perfect cocktail. And I remember that's who I was like, that's the type of woman that I was really attracted to at first. Um, and so I had had, there was somebody in our company that I was really attracted to and she was super androgynous. And if she ever listens to this, she'll know who she is. Um, and so her amazing girlfriend who I love, love and adore. Um, but there's certain women that I remember along the way that I was like, wow, if I ever had a chance to like sleep with that woman, I definitely would. Um, and so 
when I, again, when I broke up with my ex and I moved to Texas, I'm sorry, this is like flowing on and kind of jumping all over the place. I know I'm saying I'm a lot and I really apologize for that, but I don't have any notes. I'm literally speaking from the heart and I just feel like this story will help somebody um, who's still in the closet or who doesn't, who doesn't understand what they're feeling. So I'm really trying to get this out as clear and concise as I can. Um, and so I apologize if I'm, I'm hopping all over. I don't like to edit my podcast. I don't like to cut and then, you know, edit my thoughts. I think that they're beautiful as they flow. Um, and I just, I love that raw, authentic, like record, play, go, like hit send and publish. And I, I just love that. I think it's beautiful. So anyway, um, when I moved to Texas, I got on a couple dating apps and I was like, I don't really know how to meet women. I don't really know where to find them. Um, so dating apps is where I'll start. And so I started with dating apps and I, I remember when I first, I was really uncomfortable when I first moved here with it. Like I didn't know, I'd never tried to date a girl. I'd never had a sexual experience beyond like kissing with a girl. So like it really intimidated me, um, to, talk to these girls on these apps. So I started out with what I was comfortable with, which was men. Um, and I went on a few dates with men and that just was like, not nothing. No, like no emotions clicked on nothing, none of that. And, um, and then I matched with this girl who was that, you know, androgynous type. I think they call them studs. No, I think, yeah, no, I don't remember what it's called. There's a spectrum of like, you know, stereotypes or whatever. But anyway, she was like that androgynous type, like definitely a girl, but had the boy haircut, like could be mistaken for like, you know, a fuck boy. Um, and so I was like, all right, I'm down with this. And so we started chatting. She's like, I'll come down and visit you. She lived up in uh, Oklahoma. And so she's like, I'll come down and visit you. We ended up hanging out. And this was actually the first girl that I ever slept with. Um, and I remember... I don't, I don't want to get too nitty gritty, but I remember that night she was like, after we had finished and everything, she was like, there's no way that was your first time. And I was like, I swear I've never been with a girl before. I had no idea what I was doing. Did I do it right? And she was like, are you joking me? Did you do it right? And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, I don't believe you that that was your first time. I'm like, I swear to God, it was my first time. And I just remember feeling like the lights turned on. Um, it felt like that piece that was missing wasn't missing anymore. And I, for the first time ever wanted to reciprocate with my partner and I didn't want to be just the girl that laid there and like received. And I didn't want to be just the girl that, you know, that said no to things because I didn't want to learn how to do it. Like I, that was like the first time that I really got to experience Oh, it's like a whole new world, <laughs> like Little Mermaid. Um, but it's like a whole new world, and like that's the easiest way. When my friend, when my friend asked me, like, what was it like for the first time? I literally was like, it's, it's like the lights are finally on, and it was so, it was so beautiful, and so that was like my first sexual experience. But I, if you've been following me for a little while, you know that um, a while ago, almost it's been almost a year now, almost a year ago, I turned off all my emotions. Um, I didn't do it on purpose, but my body did it as a coping mechanism because I knew about all the pain that was about to come. Um, I knew that my ex and I were going to end up breaking up. I knew that things were not going to work out, and I knew that I was just getting 
Um, I just, I, my body knew that I needed to turn off my emotions to protect them. And after we broke up, my emotions were still off. Um, I didn't deal with any of the, anything. It just felt really numb. And I just felt like a rhino, like shoving through my life and just go, 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 go. Um, and I didn't, I didn't feel anything. And if you guys know me or if you've, you know, ever had a conversation with me before, you know that I'm an empath. Um, and so an empath, that's, that's two things. One is that, um, I feel emotions very, very deeply. Um, I don't just love people. Like I love people with all of my soul and I don't just, you know, feel things. I feel things on such a different spectrum. Um, and secondly, I feel other people's emotions as if they're my own. And so this whole time that my emotions were off, I, I describe it as numb. Now I still had some emotions. Like I'm not, I wasn't a sociopath or anything, but like to me, because I'm used to such extreme emotions, I felt numb. I felt like I was never going to feel anything again. Um, and then I went down to the gay bars. So this is my, <laughs> these are my two, if you're trying to look for, uh, if you're trying to look for gay lovers, <laughs> Go on apps or go down to the gay bars. That's that's all I got for you. That's all I know how to do, okay? Um, and so anyway, I went down to the gay bars and I met another girl down there. Actually, I don't know if I've ever told this on a podcast. I know I told this on a live video and I'm going to sound like a mega stalker, but it's fine. Um, we went down there and we went to a drag show at the gay bars and I saw this girl and I thought she was absolutely gorgeous and I was like, oh my God, I need to talk to her. And all night I was staring at her and I couldn't do it. I couldn't get up the balls to do it. I didn't know what to say. And so I was like, oh crap. And then she ended up leaving the bar before I could like, I don't know, trip over my words and go say hi. Um, and so I had seen she was hanging out with some of the drag queens there. So I found the drag queens on Instagram and then she was tagged in pictures with the drag queens. And so I found her on Instagram. I followed her and that was probably like 3 a.m. after we had gotten back from the bars the next morning, literally 9 a.m. or something like that. She messaged me and was like, you were at the bars last night, weren't you? And I was like, oh crap, you caught me. I'm such a stalker. Um, and we ended up hanging out that day and that night and it was one of the best nights ever. Um, I don't know how she did it. I don't know what it was about her, but I instantly fell in love with her. I instantly fell in love with her vibe. I instantly fell in love with her, um, just like her as a person. And my emotions all turned back on. And I don't know what it was about her, but it's just kind of really cool that like that first girl was like that sexual piece that I needed. And then the second girl that I met was like this emotional piece that I needed turned back on. And so like... Her and I obviously did not work out, but we had the most beautiful night ever. And I remember going out to the bars with her and for the first time ever, like I was sober. Everybody else was drinking, um, but I was completely sober and I, we were just hopping around to all the different gay bars. If you don't know about Dallas, we have a Dallas gayborhood. And so I was hopping around a bunch of different bars and, um, we were all like dancing and stuff and she is super, super physical touch. And so she was like kissing me. And at first I was with some of the people that I work with in our organization. Uh, one of them is my really, really close friends, but one of them I didn't know very well at the time. And, you know, and she was like kissing me and stuff and I was kind of holding back. And then I just remember this like moment of clarity, this moment of freedom, this moment of like love where I just was like, screw it and like I was that obnoxious girl in the corner making out with this girl and I was like so happy and so free and it's just been so beautiful um and so obviously her and I didn't work out but both of those people played a very very important part and a very important role 
in my story, um, in especially coming out. But both of them played a really, really important role. And then that's when I met Liddy. Um, and so her and I actually met on another dating app. And it's been really, really cool to, like, finally feel like the lights are turned on. Like, I don't want to get too graphic, but, like, things that I never wanted to do with men, I enjoy with women. Um, and I really am trying to keep this on brand and PG, <laughs> but I like, it's just really, really cool for me to actually enjoy sex and enjoy giving to my partner and enjoy, I like, I've talked to friends before and they're like, oh yeah, I love giving, I love being I love giving oral because, or like being in control because like I get to control their pleasure and like, it's just really hot for me. And I just never experienced that before until this. And so it's just, it's been so different and so emotionally freeing for me because that darkness, that light got turned on, like that piece that was missing is here. And I like, I questioned before, like, can you really date guys for 25 years? I mean, obviously I didn't date guys for 25 years. I'm 25 years old, but like, can you date guys for your whole life? And then all of a sudden be like, I really, I think I'm gay, like 100%. And I really just going through this and feeling everything lighting up and all of the people that message me that are like, there is a new light in your eyes. Like you were, you looked really happy when you got to Texas, but this light in your eyes is different like hearing people say that and there's I have a friend that said her favorite thing to do is to go down to the gay bars with me because like I'm just in my element like I am free I am who I want to be and it's just really really cool to hear all that feedback like not that I need validation but sometimes you need validation we're humans like we need validation we need people to say like yes like you are making the right decision this is okay this is acceptable this is like it doesn't matter that you're 25 and you just figured this out or you just got to experience this. Like, it's okay. And so it's really been such a beautiful experience. And I really wanted to speak this from my heart, I think. Um, and really just say, like, if you're unsure, it's okay to want to experiment. Um, and if you're unsure, it's... But be honest with people. Like, don't tell somebody you want to date girls and then just experiment with them. Like... Be honest with people, like, lesbians are not an experiment. <laughs> but if you are unsure and you think you might be, like, it's okay to, to experiment. It's okay to try and experience that. It's okay to um, kind of, like, look at yourself and say, is this something that I want to pursue? And, you know, that goes for men and women. Like, I'm not, I just, I know from the lesbian experience. Um, but it's just been so beautiful and so eye-opening to me. And having these experiences... And this emotional connection, like, not only is dating women so different, but it's like, I say this all the time to Lydia. I'm like, reason 976,352 why dating a girl is awesome. Like, one of the stupid things the other day was, like, we were going out on a date, and I had this romper that, like, ties in the back and has a bow. And I remember, like, dating guys, and they would just, like, slap this bow together, and she's like making it pretty so that it looks good and like you know setting the bow like up so it like actually looks like a bow and not like some sloppy ass knot on your back like reason number nine hundred seventy six fifty two thousand why dating a girl is amazing okay like 
it's just been really cool to experience and I wanted to be open and authentic with you guys and I hope that this helps somebody that's maybe still in the closet or questioning their sexuality or questioning their experiences or questioning their thoughts like if you have wandering thoughts it's okay if you have thoughts about same-sex people like it's okay and you can explore those or you can choose not to and that's okay too but I just wanted to tell you guys my experience and how grateful I am for the events that happened that led up to this because the lights are on and like that's like the best way to explain it is like the lights are turned on and I am so happy about it so I hope that you guys gained value from this please go ahead leave me a review on iTunes um I love like my love language is words of affirmation as you guys know so please leave a love note um share into your Instagram stories tag me at it's queen sid it's underscore queen sid it's underscore queen sid um i love and appreciate you guys so so much thank you for all your sweet sweet messages about liddy and i and all your sweet sweet messages about me and just i appreciate you guys so much and from the bottom of my heart thank you thank you so much for all of your support i love you guys and i'll catch you on the next one